The following is a Raygun armed, faster than light presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Film School Podcast, episode 20, for Monday, February 6th, 2012, from Wausau, Wisconsin. I'm the Inter-Dave, and also from Wisconsin, different part of the state, it's Mr. Matt Stein. How are you, Matt? I'm nervous, Dave, thanks to you, your little pregame lack of a pep talk. Yes, let me explain real quick. I told Matt (laughs) that fans of Firefly are rabid. They're obsessed. So we have to preface this show, this episode of the Sci-Fi Film School podcast by saying neither of us are experts at the show Firefly. This is an analysis. This is a critique. This is a review of the episode called Serenity. So I'm glad that we got that off our chests and we can move on. And don't be nervous. (laughs) I I had heard about the show literally only heard about the show and then here you tell me i gotta watch it and uh and then i get in here and you're like hey if you screw this up it's gonna come to your house and break both your kneecaps i'd be nervous about these things it's the firefly police it's the firefly gestapo they're gonna find you hunt you down and and hurt you for not knowing enough about the show those damn firefly plans (laughs) All right, so those of you, like, we're doing this, we we normally uh, do this live on Sunday afternoons when nobody is on online, nobody at all is online, and we're doing this on a Monday night, and we have viewers in Spreecast, which is awesome. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the show where we talk about a different science fiction movie or TV show, in this case, a TV show which is the uh, Firefly episode, Serenity. And for our Spreecast.com viewers, feel free to ask questions throughout the show. Either type them into the chat room or submit them at the bottom right of the video below. And uh, if you only uh, listen to the show and want to see what we look like, I don't know why you'd want that, but you can do that. We stream the show. I think we're going to start doing this Monday nights at 7 o'clock Central Time at Spreecast.com. So, uh... Matt, are you ready? I hope so. All right, let's get the show on the road. All right, this week's assignment was the 2002 series premiere of the television show Firefly. The episode is titled Serenity. And just to to clarify, it wasn't the actual premiere. They filmed this episode as the premiere. Fox didn't like it. They said, do another one. So uh, the train job is actual, actually the premiere episode of Firefly from 2002. But if you want to put the episodes in order, this would be the very first one. It's called Serenity, and it's uh, Firefly, and we lost Matt. Hopefully we can get him back here in a second. He's in standby. There he is. All right. I don't even know what just happened. I didn't do anything. It's, it's your bandwidth. That happens sometimes. And I'm frozen. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Well, it's okay. We'll continue. I'll, I'll continue with my description. If you have to drop off and uh, come back in again, we, you can do that. Um, so can what you I, still hear me, though? Yeah, I can hear you, and I can see you uh, now, too. I can see you now. There we go. All right. Sorry. 
So, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. What I was saying was Serenity in the order of the episodes wasn't the actual first episode aired, but if you want to watch the show in its true form, then Serenity is the first episode that you should watch. All right, you got True. you got that. You understand? Yep. Okay. Oh, I knew that already. <laughs> Serenity was not aired until the end of the series run, and it's officially episode number eleven. The episode shares its name with the feature film Serenity, which continues the series after the final episode. And Serenity is also the name of a couple other things that we'll talk about during this show. Uh, in 2003, the episode won the award for best visual effects in a television series from Visual Effects Society, and was nominated for a Hugo Award in 2003 for Best Dramatic Presentation Short Form. Serenity is also the name of their ship, and as previously mentioned, was the title of that 2005 feature film. The series and this episode stars Nathan Fillion as Malcolm Mal Reynolds, Gina Torres as Zoe Washburn, Alan Tudyk, Tudyk, T-U-D-Y-K. Can you... Do a better uh, pronunciation of that than I can. I let's see, let's see. No, Wikipedia does not give me a uh, description. Although, when I brought up this guy's Wikipedia page, he is in fact Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's it's weird to like to watch an episode like this and see all these people, and then you go, "Oh, he was in." whatever and she was in blah 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 you know like um yeah kaylee kaylee in the in in firefly has been in a whole bunch of other other things too um her name of course is jewel state and people online like geeks know her very well um and i think she's very she's very very active online so jewel state is also in this episode and in the series firefly let's see who else we have what, what she was on. She was on. Are you afraid of the dark in '94 and '95? <laughs> Were you a big fan of Are You Afraid of the the Dark? I have the entire series on DVD. Wow, what kind of That's show? Like some guy. Re- What's that? What kind of show was that? It's like uh, Tales from the Crypt for teenagers. Oh, okay. Never saw it. Interesting. Well, I got it all. If you want to watch it. All right. Well, ship them my way. I'll check them out. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, so on with the cast, Alan. No, I don't, I don't trust you. Alan, they're like someone, some guy, like he like recorded all the episodes off the TV uh-huh. and then burnt them to a DVD. So it's like you can't buy them; you just some guy makes them. Where did you get them? That's how awesome it is. Where did I um, you... got them for Christmas for my brother? Oh, okay. All right. So continuing on with the cast, Alan to Dick as Hoban Wash Washington or Washburn. Uh, Morena, another name I can't pronounce, damn it. Morena Baccarin. Baccarin as Inara. She was the companion or whatever they like to call her. Adam Baldwin as Jane Cobb. Jewel State as um, Kaylee. Sean Maher as Dr. Simon Tam. Summer Glau as River Tam. And Ron Glass as Daryl Book. Written, directed, produced by Joss Whedon. Serenity aired on December 20th, 2002. The episode has 8.9 out of 10 stars on IMDb. And you can read more about this episode and the whole Firefly series at uh, the link that we'll post in the show notes. And I'll actually put it up in the, ch- in the uh, spreecast here. 
so our Spreecast viewers can follow along with what we're talking about here. <coughs> Bless you. That was a cough, but thanks. Oh, well, uh, sounded like a sneeze to me. It was a little bit of everything. Okay, so uh, it was a... What, what would a cough and a sneeze, what would that word sound like? Knees. Knees? Snock. Snock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the Spreecast viewers, check out the link uh, in the lower third there. So, Matt, in your own words, tell us about this so, episode of Firefly called Serenity. Uh, I'm so nervous to do this. Um. So it starts out, and it's kind of like a little little backstory on uh, the, the the Battle of Serenity Valley. Um, shows the, some of the main characters later on, like trying to get air support and stuff. And uh, okay, 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 stop for se- <laughs> stop for one second. Let me explain the all premise right. of the podcast. All right, the premise of the podcast is me the sci-fi expert, and I put that in quotes because I'm not an expert on Firefly. I know the show. I've watched the series a couple of times all the way through. I'm no expert, all right? Matt is supposed to be the guy that doesn't know much about science fiction, so that's why we call it the Sci-Fi Film School Podcast. So please, all of you Firefly fanatics, you're, they call them brown coats. That's the name of the Firefly fans, brown coats. Um, all the brown coats listening or watching this, please don't take offense. We're no experts, and Matt is supposed to be the pupil in this whole sci-fi film school podcast thing. So go ahead. Don't be nervous. Um, I, yeah, I just I just don't feel like I can give a justificational, I don't know the word, but a, like a good explanation of what the show was. But um, So basically it goes six years into the future, um, kind of shows them where they are and what they're doing. And um, to me, what I got out of the majority of this episode was a lot of character building and backstory and uh, kind of sets the tone for the future, um, which specifics, unfortunately, I don't really remember any specifics. Um, and that's where I feel I fall short in this review. Okay, well, let me fill in the gaps a little bit here. Basically, Please. they're a ship. They're, they're pirates, basically. They, they pick up cargo, and they, they sell it to people throughout the galaxy. They're not bad pirates. That's just what they do for a living. And they don't, they don't harm anybody that doesn't deserve to be harmed. They're just trying to eke out a living in this, in this universe, this Firefly universe. And it's just a close it's a close-knit group of people. There's Captain Reynolds, Mal Reynolds. He's the captain. Then there's, um, let me go back because the names, I don't know the names off the top of my head. <laughs> there's um, Zoe, which is the second in command. Then Zoe's husband, Wash, he flies the ship. Then there's um, Morena. She is the prostitute. She uses the Firefly as her vehicle to get places. Um, Inara, excuse me, Inara. There's uh, Adam Baldwin as Jane. He's like the he's like the muscle. Then there's Kaylee, the engineer who keeps the ship running. You've got Doctor Simon. Um, he was introduced as a passenger on this episode along with River, his sister, and they continue on with that storyline. River was taken by the government 
and basically tests on because she's like like super duper smart like she's the one of the smartest people in the whole galaxy basically um so that's the show pretty much in a nutshell and they they go from job to job until the show ends a year later <laughs> so it's like a live action futurama yeah kind of yeah yeah good 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 summation basically thanks <laughs> If, right. if you can attribute something or correlate something to cartoons, a whole lot better for me. All right. So let's continue on. Before we um, go to the section uh, called What We Learned, just want to let you guys know that you can leave feedback. I know this is probably a bad time to bring this up, but you can leave feedback on this episode or any of the episodes that we do on the Sci-Fi Film School podcast by emailing it to galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. Our voicemail number is 805-328-3966 or leave comment on the episode page at galacticnetcasts.com. Now, are you ready for what we learned, Matt? I hope so. All right, so you've got the first one. We do. Let's see. Uh, we learned that Zoe and Wash were married. All right. We could all use a couple days' leave. We still got to drop the goods. And when we do, we'll fly off to Boros, rich and prosperous. Well, less poor, but with enough to find some sweet little getaway. Oh, wouldn't mind a real bath. Yeah. A meal that included some form of food. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of days lying around, you with the bathing, me with the watching you bathe. Well, the captain says it's all right. What if we just told Mal we need a couple of days instead of asking him? He's the captain, Wash. Right. I'm just the husband. <laughs> I love their relationship because she's like the second command. He's like under her, but they're still they're married. They've got a very interesting relationship, those two. I was trying to find some way to make a joke of it being a real marriage, but I got nothing today. Being a what? Being like a real marriage, like, <clears throat> making it, correlating it to a real life marriage. Okay, like like TV marriage. like you have with your wife. Yeah. Okay. I don't make decisions. I don't. I do what I'm told. I'm yeah. a yes man now. Yeah, basically that's what these two are. But she is actually over him in rank. If if, right. if you want to put these people on this ship in ranking order, which they're not in any kind of like military organization, they're still kind of a, a hierarchy um, among them, and she would be above him in, in rank. It's uh, kind of funny that they did it that way, yeah. seeing how most marriages are like that. Yeah. All right, so what, what we also learned was what kind of business the crew of the Serenity, Serenity was in. You might have beaten the bulletin that came up saying Rogue Vessel Classification Firefly was spotted pulling illegal salvage on a derelict transport. Didn't I us? Doesn't it to you? No, it doesn't. But a government stamp on every molecule of the cargo just may be mine. You're going to hand over imprinted goods and just let me twist. Is that the case? We didn't pick the cargo. And I didn't flash my ass at the Goram law. It's no deal. That ain't fair. It doesn't have to go this way. You know you can still unload those goods, so I can't help thinking there's something else at work here. We're here for business. Try one of the border planets. They're a lot more desperate there. Of course, the 
They might kill you. But you stay here, and I just know the Alliance will track you down. That may have been the longest clip that we've ever played on this show. <laughs> you even got someone to leave. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> we had one <laughs> we had one other person in the chat room for a while, but they left during the clip. They they arrived and they left during the length of that clip, so that proves how long that clip was. No That's funny. That that clip that clip kind of just shows that they're in de- dirty dealings. They they don't they don't deal with the most legitimate people in the galaxy. Right. Okay. I'm glad that you're in agreement. <laughs> I agree with everything you say. You know, I wish everybody had that attitude. I, I commend you for that, Matt. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, get, get me further in life. Just saying yes. All right, go ahead. <laughs> we learned a little something about book. All right. You're going to come with us. Excuse me? You're like ships. You don't seem to be looking at the destinations. What you care about is the ships and... Mine's the nicest. She don't look like much. Oh, she'll fool you. So, uh, how come you don't care where you're going? Because how you get there is the worthier part. Are you a missionary? I guess. I'm a shepherd from the South Down Abbey. Book. I'm called Book. Been out of the world for a spell like to walk it a while. Maybe bring the word that them as needed told. Well, I'm Kaylee. And this here's Serenity. Now, did their little language throw you off at all? Like, they're, because they use Chinese, they use Chinese words, and then they have a whole other, like, slang. They, they use words. You can figure out what they mean, but did that throw, that off, throw you off at all? Uh, not really. I guess I didn't even really notice. It too much. Um, trying to think of like something specific, but uh, until you brought it up, I mean, I didn't even really know that they spoke that different or anything was that goofy. I guess did the chi- but 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 did the, did the Chinese throw you off the first time they just kind of threw that in? Oh yeah, yeah. But I, was, I thought you were talking specifically on like the English that they were using. You know, yeah, when you start talking well, well, that too, because they're, they use certain slang phrases and certain slang words in the show. I mean, you, it takes a couple of times, and you'll figure out what they all mean, but it just kind of throws you off at first, you know? Well, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think much about it, seeing how it, it was a, a new show. Obviously, there's you need a few episodes to kind of figure out what everything is and what everything means. Yep. And this is, you so. know, and, and this is the danger of us doing episodes once in a while because most times nine times out of ten we'll do movies and they're self-contained and once in a while yeah once in a while we'll do a, a tv show episode and, and this is the danger that we run into is not everything is fully fleshed out you know it takes a like one season pretty much to figure out where a show's going and this is just one episode so um that that'll be our other excuse <laughs> for not knowing everything. It's just one episode of a whole series. All right. Okay. And, I, you know, that's a good point, seeing how the only other time we did an episode was Doctor Who. Yep. And that was kind of the same way. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, we learned exactly what kind, of an ambas- what kind of an ambassador Inara really was. Hello, Mel. I see we have some new faces. 
Ambassador. This is Shepard Book. I'd have to say, this is the first time we've had a preacher on board. Well, I wasn't expecting to see a state official either. Ambassador? <laughs> I'm missing something funny. Not so funny. Ambassador's Mousewaves. She's a whore, Shepard. The term is companion. I always get those mixed up. How's business? None of yours. She is pretty much our ambassador. There's plenty of planets where we can let you dock without a decent companion on board. And she is very attractive. The the woman that plays Inara, extremely attractive. <laughs> Did you ever watch V, the rebooted V uh, TV show V? No, I had zero interest in that show. No, it wasn't very good, but she played the the alien queen, the lead V alien. And she had really short hair and she wasn't nearly, and she wasn't nearly as attractive. Like they showed her all the time in the preview. So you may have seen her in the actual previews for the show. And she wasn't nearly as attractive as she was with the long hair in Firefly. Yeah. And I know who you're talking about when you mention it. Um, I guess now I want to see her like long hair, short hair side by side. And Mike in the chat room says that she's now in Homeland, which I don't, I haven't seen. I've wanted to see it, but I think that's on like Showtime or HBO. I think, and I don't have. Pay, uh, I don't have. It show, was on after Dexter. Okay, I don't have pay TV, so I have no way of watching that. All right, so um, moving on, you've got the next clip. Yes, uh, we learned from Simon how he got her sister back from the government. For two years, I couldn't get near her. Then I was contacted by some men, some underground movement. They, they said that she was in danger, that, that the government was playing with her brain. If I funded them, they could sneak her out and cry. I'll get her to Persephone, and from there I could take her wherever. Will she be all right? I don't know if she'll be all right. I don't know what they did to her or why. As a backstory for the people that haven't seen this episode... Simon had this big case when he came on board, and actually inside the case was his sister in some kind of cryo-freeze. Um, his sister was held by supposedly the government or some kind of government agency using her to figure out... Uh, she's supposed to be super, super smart, and like she has intuition, and, and, that, and that's explained more as the series goes on, but... In this first episode, she just she's presented as just being really super smart, and they were trying to study her basically to figure out why she was so smart. You okay, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I was giggling to myself. Can't the guy smile? <laughs> I'm just making sure. Just making sure. All right. So we we tackled the whole Simon and his sister topic. Now let's. Uh, we learned who and what the Reavers were. You never heard of Reavers? Oh, campfire stories. Men gone savage on the edge of space, killing. They're not stories. What happens if they board us? If they take the ship, they'll rape us to death, eat our flesh, and sew our skins into their clothing. And if we're very, very lucky, they'll do it in that order. I love that. <laughs> I love that that line, the last she, last thing she says. And to go back to what she said at the very beginning, rape us to death. Not just rape you, but rape you to death. <laughs> Holy cow. I don't well, really want to think about that. Yeah. 
But how how did you like the the chase at the end between Firefly and the Reaver ship? That was pretty badass, wasn't it? It was super impressive, given that this was in 2002. I yep. believe this is on TV. Yep. 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 So I mean, you're looking ten years ago. The technology ten years ago. Yep. And probably. No, go ahead. What I was going to say, what was cool about that whole chase scene was it was done in the atmosphere. It wasn't done in space. So it looked even better because it wasn't in space. And I think they probably did that on purpose just because there's certain things that you can show in sunlight and certain things that you can show in space. And I think they, the nature of the chase worked better actually in the atmosphere. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Right. No, I, I definitely agree. There's always in, in a lot of sci-fi movies and TV shows, there's always, a chase in space. Never see a chase in the atmosphere, you know, in the middle. So it was kind of cool to do something different for once. And things tend to move a lot faster in the atmosphere than in space. Yes. <laughs> well, the atmosphere is considerably smaller than space, so you're giving it some sort of boundaries where space is so big. Yep, exactly. You know I mean? And you can't, oh. and you can't like bank. And you can't make quick turns in space. Well, right, you, right. You can, but they're a lot harder to do. <laughs> right. Or on TV, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's There could true. be a hot dog driving in space. Yeah, that's true. All right, so what do you got for us? Uh, we learned that you never cross Malcolm Reynolds. Yeah, I did a job. I got nothing but trouble since I did it, not to mention more than a few unkind words as regard to my character, so let me make this abundantly clear. I do the job. And then I get paid. Go run your little world. So another thing I wanted to mention was, to, to, to kind of go back to what I was talking about as far as slang... Not only did they speak in Chinese once in a while and they had their own slang for stuff, but they also talked like they were from the Old West, which is a, a weird dichotomy between space and like the Old West. You know, there's you got all yeah. the, you got all this technology, but then there's they're talking like cowboys and stuff. You know, it's just weird a little bit. Maybe in the future we revert back to old western style of living. You never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, in in this universe, they're all scattered about on these planets, and like they mentioned in the episode, the the government went through the galaxy or whatever whatever place in space they are, and basically terraformed a bunch of these planets and just plopped human beings on it and said, "Go to it." So you would understand that they would revert back to Old West times because that's what Old West was like. It was your economic existence in a really bad environment. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. I I don't watch a lot of sci-fi. That's not uncommon, but um, it's always weird for me to like think of these alternate universes, like Star Wars, as somehow. Really, really long time ago, but it's in a different universe, so it's somehow in the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't like that style of thinking, so I usually just try and look for dates and then um, place things by that. So 
even the fact that they're 500 years in the future from where we are now, them being in an alternate universe makes it completely different, which I just, I like stuff cut and dry. Okay. I see what you're saying. That's my argument. Yeah. But you can, but you can understand a little bit why they're acting the way they're acting and, and why they're talking the way they're talking is they're in this whole, like the old West, they've, pretty much transplanted the old west into space with all these outposts so it's kind of got that old west way of living but you're out in space oh no i totally get it um and like when you describe things that way it makes a whole lot more sense but it doesn't cross my mind to be as such until you bring it up to be honest that's why we have this discussion every week. That's why that's why we after we watch the movies or the TV shows, we do this podcast <laughs> so we can learn off each other. We can get our own perspective, you know, learn each other's pr- perspectives on what we watched. Just more learning I have to try and jam into the week right <laughs> Work, work, work. Yeah, right. All right, one more thing that we we learned. We learned what turns Zoe on. We should have just enough left in us to hit a fuel station. We'll need to do some patching up. I hope we got paid today. We did. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I need this man to tear all my clothes off. Work, work. <laughs> I, I just said that, too. Work, work, work. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you didn't just say that you needed this man to tear all your clothes off. No, 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 no. I'm sorry to say I don't swing that way. Although there's nothing wrong with it, I don't swing that way. All right. So those of you, especially the people watching us on Spreecast, who are new to this show, what we're going to do next is a test. We're going to find out how much Matt and everybody else that's either watching or listening to the show learned from this episode of Firefly called Serenity. But first want to let you guys know that everything that you need to know about this and our other shows is all at galacticnetcasts.com. That is the, our central hub, as, as you, you can say. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast there by clicking the iTunes logo or by filling out the email form along the right-hand side of each page. Also, along the top is our main menu, and there you will find links to our Google+. Plus. Facebook and Twitter accounts. Please join us on all those. Well, if you're more of a Facebook person, you can join us on Facebook. If you're more of a Twitter person, follow us on Twitter. If you're more of a G Plus person, then circle us in in Google Plus because you're basically going to get the same information at all those places. Like we don't post to one and not the other. We're all we're always posting to Google, Facebook, and Twitter all at the same time. All right. Are you ready, Matt? Yep. All right, let's find out how much you learned in the test portion of the show. And we, we break it down into seven questions. And we only have, let's see, two multiple choice this time. But I got a good feeling that you will know the answers to all these questions. Do you want to make a bet inside the in, inside the test? I don't know. You just jinx the whole thing, though. <laughs> That's what I do. I jinx. So what is what's this bet? What what kind of bet do you want to make? I'm gonna bet that you will get uh, six out of seven right. And what happens if I get six out of seven? Right? 
Okay, if you get be some sort of incentive. if you get six out of seven, you get to pick an upcoming movie, and it doesn't have to be a science fiction movie. And if I do not get six out of seven, right? I haven't figured that out. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll take it. Okay, if you don't get six out of seven, then on the next show that we do, the next test during the next show, um, you'll start off with one wrong. Is that fair? <laughs> uh, okay, I was expecting you to, like you have to wear a silly hat. Well, okay, now that you mention that, and you have to wear a silly hat. It's only fair. Okay. All right, deal? I'm on. No, we're on. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Question number one, and these are all f- from this episode of uh, Firefly. What is the name of the valley where the opening battle scene takes place? Serenity Valley. See, I told you. <laughs> right off the bat, you got the first one right, so that's it's good luck. Five more to go. Five more to go, and you will win the bet. What is the name of the central government in the Firefly universe, which was formed, and this is just information that I got, got off Wikipedia, this last part. It was formed after the U.S. and China merged. What is the name of the central government in the Firefly universe, which was formed after the U.S. and China merged? Maybe you won't get six out of seven. Uh, oh, come on. See, I told you. Hey, do me a favor. Can you sit up and not block your microphone? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> thinking pose. Yeah, it's your thinking pose. <laughs> um, it's it's not an uncommon name. It's a name that's been used before in other TV shows and movies. So just kind of think that way. You make it sound like it's supposed to be so easy. Um, okay, I'm going to give you uh, one clue. It starts with the. <laughs> uh, the only the only form of government name that I can think of that was in the show is the Alliance, but I don't think that was the U.S. and China. But that's my only guess. All right, crap. <laughs> so it was the way it was questioned, the way it was worded threw you off a little bit. Yeah, we can blame it on that. All right. Okay, question number three. I'm kind of freaked out now. Because if you win this... Are you going to have to watch a stupid movie? Yeah, I'm going to have to watch some kind of... Something that Matt likes. That I probably won't like. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Question three. What was in the box that Shepard Book gave as part of his payment? What was in the box that Shepard Book gave as part of his payment, was it, you know what? I'm, no, I'm not going to give you any multiple choice. I'm going to make you... Oh, come on! Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, man. If you have trouble with this, then I'll give you multiple choice. Well... <laughs> I don't even. I'm trying to recall the scene in which you received the payment. <sighs> I I honestly have no idea. Okay, 
Here, here uh, here's your multiple, multiple choice. It's is it A a salamander, B strawberries, or C precious stones? Strawberries. Damn it! <laughs> You're gonna get this. I'm in trouble. All right. Okay, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't get this. Question four. When Kaylee was shot, what kind of injury did she have? Where was where was she shot? Stomach. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. <laughs> okay. The last two are pretty hard. So. Let's hope that you get them both wrong. Actually, no. That he's right. Uh, three more to go. Actually, three more. Three more. Okay, that's okay. Fine. Okay, that's fine. Okay. What was the okay. name of the person who the Serenity was going to meet on Whitefall to sell the gold? What was the name of the person who the Serenity was going to meet on Whitefall? That's the planet they eventually ended up at at, at the end of the episode to sell the gold, or what? Ter- what I thought was gold. At the time when I wrote this, but it turned out to be a protein that you feed people with. But they they were wrapped up in gold wrapping, so they looked like gold bars. Damn it! <laughs> um, was it patience? Yes! Damn it! All right, let me. Okay. Are we going to make it as part of a regular episode, or are we going to do a separate thing? And just... I don't know. We can we can we can talk logistics after I won. Okay. Oh yeah, you haven't won yet. Okay. All right. Correct. So, okay. What was the name of the maneuver that the ship did when they were trying to lose the Reavers at the end of this episode? What was the name of the maneuver that the Firefly or the Serenity? that Serenity did when they were trying to lose the Reavers at the end. Let's see. You want to decide now or later as to which movie we're going to watch? You do not. I know this one. You do not know this one. Crazy Ivan. Ah! Damn it. Damn it. See, that was a multiple choice, but I thought, you know, I'm going to make this a little bit harder. The multiple choice choices were going to be Crazy 8, Corbomite Maneuver, which was from Star Trek, and then the Crazy Ivan. All right, so you got it. <laughs> All right, so it, it can't be next week because I already have a movie for next week. So maybe... No, that's fine. It could be a few weeks in the future. All right. I'll probably pick a few and let you decide from, from a short okay. list of which one we're going to watch okay. so that you have some say in it. All right, okay. So, um, last question. If you get this, you'll be 100% this week. In, in what position did Malcolm Reynolds say Simon would be in if he planned to kill him? In what position did Malcolm Reynolds say Simon, would, Simon the doctor, Simon, would be if he planned to kill him? I don't know. Upside down? No, remember Simon said... You're probably going to kill me in your sleep, in my sleep. And then Malcolm said, no, you'll be blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. I honestly, it, it, I don't recall. Okay. 
he'd be awake, armed, and facing him. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Just like any good Western. Awake, armed, <laughs> and facing uh, him. <clears throat> all right, so that's the test. You got six out of seven. I called it, so I should get something for calling that. But I'm a loser. High five. I'll let you pick next week's movie. Hey, I do that all the time. And then the previous 20 that we did. Yes. The 19. So the the movie that you pick, is it going to have any kind of science fiction aspect to it at all? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Like, I I will have to think of a few movies. All right. Hey, by the way. But it has, it has to be a Netflix U instant, though, correct? Yes. Yes. It has okay, because that'll probably narrow it down quite okay. a bit. So. It has to be on Netflix. And by the way, for the new viewers, the new listeners, all the movies and TV shows, which you can go back and listen to our previous podcasts, all 19 of them, uh, all the movies and TV shows have been on Netflix, and that's that's our rule. They have to be on Netflix Instant Watch. So um, I stupidly closed my document with the Stitcher Smart Radio copy on it, so I'm going to try to wing this. Oh. Um, you can also listen to us as well as subscribing to the podcast. You can also listen to us on the Stitcher Smart Radio app that you can get for your, your iPhone, your WebOS, your Android, your BlackBerry devices. It's also available on non-phone platforms like I believe it's on Roku. You can get it in your Ford vehicles with, with uh, the, the – um, I forget what they call the, the Ford system. Um, Ford Sync, I think what it's called. Um, you can get. I think you're right. Yeah, you can get. Uh, you can get apps now. You can get apps on your Ford car, which is awesome. Um, and one of those apps is Stitcher Smart Radio. Now go to stitchers.com/slash/galacticnetcasts and put in the the keyword Galactic Netcasts for a chance to win a one hundred dollar cash car cash card from Stitcher Smart Radio. All right, so final portion of the show. Our favorite parts and observations before I tell you mine. Go ahead and uh, reveal yours, Matt. What'd you like well, about this? My favorite. <laughs> this isn't. It sound really dumb, but uh, my favorite part was when when Wash was. You see him like from behind the computer, and he's talking, and then it pans up, and he's playing with the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was my awesome. Favorite part. <laughs> now something similar at the very end after they lost the Reavers and they successfully did the crazy Ivan. There's a scene where you can you uh the camera points at Wash and he's holding he's got his hands like he'd be holding a steering wheel, but there was no steering wheel there. So that was a that was a blooper basically. They were they were supposed to put the steering wheel in post production or whatever, but they never did. So his hands are oh. are is gripping air. That is funny. I didn't I just figured he was mimicking driving. But I got. <laughs> well, you can think of it that way if you want. If you don't want to think of it as a a boo boo, a, bl- a a blooper on the production. A blunder. The, yeah, exactly. All right. A um, few things that I liked was I love I loved any time that they drew their gun on this show. I don't know what it was about the way they shot it or just the look of the series itself, but any time that Anybody drew a gun, there was a certain angle that the camera would be pointing up at him from that just looked badass to me. I liked it a lot. Um, I also liked the scene where the government agent had River at gunpoint and Mel walks in and shoots him. Just 
like he was fed up. He just he was walking because they were they were trying to get on the ship so they can escape the Reavers. So he just walked in and just shot him. Didn't even think about it. Sometimes you just got to get stuff done. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Mike in the in the chat room, if you're watching this on video later on, or if you're or if you're watching us live, Mike put a link into another guy gripping air. So hang on, I gotta. Click, oh, I saw. I, click I saw this. that on Reddit the other day. Oh, that is funny. It's a scene from uh, the original Star Trek. That is awesome. Yep. Thanks, Mike. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. All right. And one more thing. Um, after the Serenity loses the Reaver, oh, I already mentioned this about uh, Wash holding the invisible steering wheel. All right. Yes. All right, so there you go. The episode was Serenity from the series um, Firefly, which ended way too soon. Only had one, one season. Uh, they did have one movie called Serenity, and there's been talk for years now of them reviving the series in some form, which the farther away it gets, the the less likely it's going to happen. Like they, There's been talk that Firefly might be revived by Netflix, but I doubt it just because these actors have gone on to do other things and they're all really busy doing whatever projects. Yeah. Like, but if you pay them enough money, they will come back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, Nathan Fillion has been the most successful, I think. Um, he's been on Cas- um, he's been on Castle for God, a few years. Yeah, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I gotta look, but um, wait a second, I gotta find his name in the list here. Ron Glass who was way famous before, way before Firefly. He was on um that 1970s show. What was it called? Um, it was about this police station in New York. And oh, I can't think of it now, but I watched it as, as a kid. So Ron Glass has been around forever. Um, Adam Baldwin is in Chuck. Yeah, and he he basically played the same character in Chuck as he played on Firefly. Because there, in, yeah. in this episode, in this episode, they showed that scene where he he was he had all the all all his guns stowed in his wall of his of his of his room or his cabin on the ship. And they he did the same thing on Chuck. He had this this well, on, yeah. his, on his well, wall. What other role can he play in a movie? Yeah, that's true. That's very. I true. mean, that's, that's like that's like uh, Arlie Ermey. He plays the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. That's all that guy can do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Um, I also wanted to mention real quick that this was produced and written by. Um, What's his face? Hang on one second. Why can't I think of his name now? Joss Whedon, who did um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. And he does a really good job with big casts. And he is he directed the uh, Avengers movie that's going to be released this summer. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with that movie and how, how he translates what he does best is big ensemble cast like this and like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and how he can translate that into the, onto the big screen. Hmm. It'll be interesting. All right, before we reveal next week's assignment, we'd like to remind you that you can um, help 
us out by donating to the show. Uh, just click the donate button scattered throughout the website at galacticnetcast.com. Don't have to give a lot. Just give a, a dollar or two. We'd appreciate that. And thank you adva- in advance for your um, support of Galactic Netcasts and the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. Now, are you ready for this? Netwick, next week's assignment, Matt? Yep. Hit me. The 2004 Dolph Lundgren movie, Retrograde. Never even heard of this movie. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, John Foster is a time traveler stationed in the Antarctic who leads a team on a desperate mission into the past to prevent present-day contamination from a deadly space-borne virus. But when one of Foster's men revolts, the team's action in the past threatened to change the present in disastrous ways. So uh, that's got Blockbuster written all over it. Don't worry. The worst part about these movies is that they're supposed to be serious. Uh-huh. Like, make them funny, intentionally funny, and you're going to do a whole lot better. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a point when you're making a movie that you realize that it's not going to turn out as good as you thought. So why not, at that time, totally change it up and make it into, you know, throw a, a few jokes along the way, you know, to make it better. Because if someone dumps a a dump truck full of money in front of your house and says, make this movie with this, this asshole, you're going to think it's going to be awesome the entire time. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah. I would do it too. I would lie to myself counting $20 bills about how awesome this movie with Dolph Lundgren is going to be. This may have been Dolph's, his last like serious role before Expendables, which he's not too bad at. Really? But Expendables, he's playing kind of a humorous version of himself. He's playing, he's kind of playing right, a, a humorous version of the role he's played his entire career. Yeah, but that's what the Expendables is. It's like a, a humorous version of every one of those stereotypical characters thrown into one movie. Yeah, the ultimate fourteen-year-old boner movie. <laughs> so Mike in the chat room says that. NFL great Joe Montana is in retrograde, which I'm really looking forward to it now. How did how the hell did oh, that happen? Boy. I, I want to know how the hell that happened. How did Dan Marino end up in Ace Ventura? Yeah, that's true. Very true. Alright, so that's gonna do it for episode 20 of the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later, Matt. See you later, Dave. This has been a presentation of Galactic Netcasts. To subscribe to this and our other podcasts, go to galacticnetcasts.com.